In this episode, Aileen and Nancy talk with their friend Vic about empowerment, what it means to them, and what practices and principles they use to live an empowered life. (laughs) Welcome to Expansive Minds Podcast, Gateway to Freedom, a podcast where two friends, Aileen and Nancy, explore and expand beyond what they think they know in order to live a life of freedom. Thank you for joining us. And away we go. Good morning. Good almost afternoon. Oh, it is almost afternoon. Yeah. yeah. It's a gorgeous Veterans Day, sunny, bright day today. And we're very excited. Can you hear the smiles in our voices? Like I can hear us smiling. Right? Why? Why are we smiling? Because Vic is on the phone. Hey, Vic. Hey there. Hello. Hello. I'm smiling too. Can you hear it? I can hear the smile. I can hear it. I can feel it. Nice. Awesome. Hi, Vic. Thanks for joining us on our podcast. Good morning. All the way from Utah. Yeah. How, what's it like over there? Is high it... in the mountains. Yeah. You're high? It's cold. You're you cold. Oh. <laughs> no, I said high. <laughs> Rocky Mountain High. Exactly. Um, high in, in the mountains of Utah. Aspects. It is cold and we're expecting snow today. <gasps> so, yeah, here comes winter. Yeah, yay. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yay, yay. Winter, yes. Oh, you must be a skier. So to me, it just I just shovel it. Yes. Stuff. So. <laughs> so what I was thinking of, and I, and I think this ties in perfectly, but I could be wrong, but I think maybe not. When I was thinking about what we could talk about today and the word empowerment came up and there is a lot to the word empowerment and there's things I learned. I'll just say this This is the one thing I learned that shifted my thought about empowerment. Someone once said to me, no one can empower me. I have to empower myself. And so they talked about how we can't empower others that we individually need to empower ourselves. And that was like my one really big learning and shift from what I thought it meant for me to what it for me now it means. And Vic, when you and I were talking on the phone last night, catching up, I was listening to you and feeling you and your story. And this morning coming here, I thought, oh, that's exactly empowerment. <laughs> Could you share the story? Because I haven't heard the story. You have a story. I don't know. We had a lot of stories last night, and I'm not sure all are appropriate. I was going to say, before. put the filter on. Put the filter on. Yeah, maybe not the last couple. There of might stories. be a whole different. Yeah. There might be a whole different podcast where we can go there. There's all kinds of empowerment, um, but we're yeah, gonna go yeah. with the G-rated. But we were talking about Utah, so we were talking about what it feels like, what it has felt like for you to whatever leave transition shift from what was so uh your life and what you were doing in your life to now what it feels like like how that shift to authenticity i mean i don't want to speak for you that's sort of what i was getting from you and it felt to me energetically really what we were talking about is you coming into this expansive uh, grounded knowing of your own empowerment. I was listening to some of the things you were doing. And when we and I taught you and I talked 
a while ago when you first moved. It wasn't even that it's long recent, ago. It's recent, right? So the move yeah. is recent. The job retirement is recent. recent. So you're really new on this path. Yeah. And one of the things Vic yeah, we were that's... talking about is when you were when you said to me again, like months ago, uh, how you were out making trails to hike and ride your bike. I have to say, I've that felt so incredibly powerful to me when I heard you talk about it. It's like I could feel the energy of it. And then when we talked more last night, I could really feel it. And, and what you did and what you've done is really incredible and something that I think people can be afraid to do because they don't know. It's the fear of the unknown. They don't know what's on the other side. And what I was picking up it is like empowerment, your own uh, setting yourself up and experientially taking that that leap and knowing that you're in this, I think, right, a, a better place for so your more authentic place for you. Tell us how you got yeah, there. Yeah, thanks, for, thanks for not speaking for me. <laughs> <laughs> that was just my impression um, of it. But I don't know, right? This is what happens no, when you're friends it, with an intuitive. I knew you were going to yeah. say that. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, give it's us fill in the blank. Yeah. No, it's, Rewind. it's so look. I, it, it, I I think empowerment is it, such a broad word. It's overused. People use it in a lot of different ways. I, I think the real word for me that underlies that the concept is responsibility. It's really owning the responsibility for your life and your experience. Yeah, nice. And not not allowing yourself to be a victim of what other people think you should do, whether it's your parents, your family, your colleagues, uh, society, and just finding your own path and, and carving that. Um, and, and when you, I, I think when you do feel that sense of responsibility for your experience, you then have an obligation to figure out what experience you want to have and then go put the intention and the energy into creating it. Can I, I would and, ask, and if I'm wrong, if I've misunderstood, yeah. then by all means, stop. So for some reason, maybe it's like the old child <laughs> trauma. When somebody's responsible, I, I found myself contracting with that word. Would uh, ownership fit in there? Just, uh, or is like, because responsibility just feels very, I mean, if that's what you meant, that is it's very grown up and adult. Yeah, I, I, I I, again, I think that word is used in a lot of different contexts. As parents, we use it with our kids. You need to be more responsible or take yeah. responsibility. And it's so funny because I went but, there and I found myself contracting, and that's why I didn't know if ownership would be similar. But, but I do think more broadly, um, the way I think about the word responsibility is what are re we responsible for in our lives, mm -hmm. right? And it's really our thoughts, our feelings, our actions, and our, and our personal experience in life. And then what are we not responsible for? Sort of everything else. <laughs> um, everybody, everybody else owns their stuff. And so when we think about the experience we're having, if we don't like it, if we're not happy, if we're angry, frustrated, full of anxiety and stress, I think taking responsibility means owning that we're in that place because of all the choices that we've made. And not being a victim and not like others for where we are in life and what's happening to us and the experience we're having. To me, that's that's the ultimate of empowerment mm -hmm. is knowing that you have the ability to create your experience. And then the hard part is then going and doing it. So can you elaborate on how you did it? How did you do it? 
How did these beautiful words? <laughs> You're doing it. It's How happening. did these beautiful words yeah. transcribe into physical action and actual movement? So this is where I think the word responsibility is really important. And it comes down to everyday practical activities. When, you know, somebody cuts you off in the car and you get upset and you go, that person made me mad. Well, that person didn't make you mad. You made yourself mad. Mm -hmm. Your emotions, your emotions come from your own meaning that you're putting on the things you're experiencing. So I think every day as you start to sort out your emotions and your experiences and say, no, 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 I own them and I'm not a victim. Those actions start to build the empowerment for your life. If I had to get really practical, it's like you, anybody can start doing this every day mm -hmm. and realizing that their emotions and their reactions and everything they do, they own. And that's a hard thing. That takes, for me, it took, it's taken years. I'm still working on it every day. I'll probably get cut off in traffic later today and I'll get upset. <laughs> um, but when you, <laughs> but when, you start, when you start to do that, you shift from victim to being empowered, being in, in more in control of your life and your experience. So how, and so for me, that was a journey started a long time ago. Aileen helped me a lot throughout uh, that journey in building that understanding of what do I own and that allowed me to then take more control of bigger pieces of my life and say, I don't have to continue to work in this job. I don't have to continue to live in this place. I don't have to continue to do this. I can make different decisions based on what experiences I want to have. Love does that help? I, I don't know if I answered your question. It does. It does. I think it helps. Um, the other thing I want to jump into, Nancy, with the word responsibility and I so appreciate you bringing up the trigger because we do have triggers with all these different words from where we came from and part of our show is about talking freely we said in the beginning we were going to be vulnerable and share these things out loud share our stories so together we can um, play with them we can move them around a little bit and yeah. in the uh, 80s and 90s there was this really cool period in um, therapy and and where the, the key kind of catch awareness was we would say in a issue where we were having a, a trauma with somebody or triggered or whatever. And, and we would look at ourselves and say, okay, well, whose responsibility is this? And it was a great way to set boundaries. So to shift the idea from, as Vic was saying, the saying to our kids, and you were saying like a child reaction, like, oh, no, responsibility can feel very heavy to some of us, depending upon the culture we came from. And we want to get out from believing we have a responsibility that isn't ours. It doesn't belong to us, right? It's like, whose problem is this? Whose responsibility is this? So we've been working uh, culturally in, again, consulting, I mean, you know, counseling and therapy to say whose problem is it, whose responsibility is it? And then from there, that comes the boundaries, which jumps into what Vic was saying around realizing I, he doesn't have to do the things that other people want him to do in that way or lead a life that other people want him to do. He's not responsible for their happiness. He's not responsible for their projection of him or their, you know, perception of him. He's responsible 
for what would you say, Vic, your own sense of joy or what, what would you call that? Yeah, I, I, I'd say, you know, curating my own experience in life. Mm. That's, that's my responsibility. And, you know, I, I, I think I probably have a similar background as, as Nancy coming from a, a family of second generation immigrants, um, very ethnically oriented. Hey, what's the matter with you? Yeah. Take responsibility. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and you grew up with that strong sense of the, of the definition of the word and the meaning around it. I actually think now the harder thing for me is not the part of taking responsibility for myself. I, I, I think I own that fairly well now. Now what I'm working on is not taking responsibility as much for others I love that. and their happiness. Yes. And that's a whole and, other thing. You know, what, yeah. And that's a whole other thing. And what you realize is when you start to take responsibility for the happiness or the outcomes for others, it's actually you're building a prison for yourself. Yeah, absolutely. And you're really, you're really trying to control them. And, and if you can let go of that, it's very freeing for you, but it's also very freeing for them. Uh, so you're, again, you're empowering yourself, but yeah. you're also playing a role in empowering others by not taking responsibility for their happiness mm -hmm. or their outcomes or their success. And I totally want to dive into that. And before we do, I do want to kind of, I want to kind of close out this whole, this whole thing about words in general and mm -hmm. triggers. I used to be a personal trainer. And so when I would coach somebody, a cue for you that would make you do that squat just perfect wouldn't maybe work on Vic. And I had to come up with a whole new set of words. Yes. So I, what I don't want is for my, if I take responsibility for me, I don't mm -hmm. want to be triggered by a word because I can simply substitute in another word. So... I think that's something maybe we'll be exploring on the show. Just as we go through, when we try to articulate what we're feeling, we may be throwing in a bunch of different words. But I think the key is don't give the word power. Don't let that word trigger you. Well said. Um, don't shut it off. Like you said, you have this visceral experience. And in that way, sometimes the person who's saying something, we get so distracted by our visceral reaction that they, they lose credibility. Right. And I, so what I did was said. I translated into a word or like say a personal trainer cue that worked for me, mm -hmm. which was, you know, ownership, fully understanding what he meant by responsibility. But for some reason in my head, it just felt mm -hmm. better to use that word. But now that said, I'm not going to let that word trigger me. Nice. Yes. Perfect. But, so I just wanted to kind of close out on that. And oh, go ahead. And, you know, if I, and if I can just add, I mean, look, it's 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 hard to overcome those triggers sometimes, right? Because they're so ingrained. And I think one practical thing everybody can do is don't worry about being triggered. You, you're, we're going to get triggered, but just be open to the possibility that maybe you don't have to get triggered next time, mm -hmm, or right. the trigger could be a little bit less. Yep. And I think just having that expansive thinking around the possibility that maybe you don't have to get triggered is starting on the journey journey to not being triggered or mm -hmm. when you're triggered it just simply moves through you instead of festering and letting it just let it pass through you um but mm -hmm. i think you now you just hit on a whole wonderful topic of responsibility for other people yes um because mm. i think it can come from a very well-intended place a parent with a child, but let's talk about that. How do we free ourselves from feeling the need, even if it's well-intended, 
to take on the responsibility of other people's success so, and their happiness. Right. So there's something I'd love to say because I years ago, this is how I chose to do that, to distinguish two things. So what I said to myself is, as a parent, I am responsible for my children until... In my mind, I said 18, that they're on legal guardians at that point, right? Because okay, I, I chose 36. to have them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, culturally, right? How, well, God, we want them to live with us forever. So, yeah. So I still try to force kids, you know, food on my kids. Kids, look, I got to take this, take yeah. this, take this. Mom, we don't need any more food. Well, that's the but, Italian. Exactly. Yeah, we got to feed them. So there's responsibility for, you're responsible for a pet that you own. You're responsible or you're in a relationship with responsible for children we are responsible to other people there's a difference between four and two and so if we can start to feel that energetically so for example nancy you and i have a commitment to meet let's say you know here at 10 30 or 11 i'm responsible to you to arrive here in a manner that meets my responsibility to you and our agreement okay all right I'm responsible to my friendships. I'm responsible to my partner. I'm responsible to them as far as living my empowered way, being authentic to myself, as well as any agreements and promises I've made to them. If I work with them, if I live in the same household as them. So what are the responsibilities to them? As far as being responsible for them, such as for their happiness, for them getting to their work on time. I mean, if that's an agreement, if I have a partner who is on the ADHD spectrum or there's some neurodiversity going on there or they had an injury and for six months it's going to be difficult, well, maybe I drive them to work then, right? But I'm not responsible for their successes. And so when we start to feel the difference of responsibility to versus responsibility for, there's this emotional enmeshment. That's very freeing too. I'm just going with what's resonating. Exactly. God. Yes. God. Yes. Yes. There's a, there's some type of boundary. There's this emotional freedom that it's different when you're trying to help your child get their homework done or get, help them get their college applications in versus, you know, your mom or your best friend. Yeah. You're responsible to them, but not for them in the same way. The investment, the emotional attachment. I don't know if that makes yeah. sense. I love it. What do you think? And, and, I, and, and I think as parents, too, often we can get confused because we're emotionally enmeshed. And we think that their success or, quote unquote, failure is our failure. Mm-hmm. Right. So Ooh, we yeah. start to get caught up in. Not just helping them do their college applications, yeah. but maybe. <laughs> or to, know, our, but to may, our heritage. But maybe, I'm sorry to interrupt, but you hit on that heritage too, Vic, right? If we failed, it reflected right. on them, on our parents. Right. That's right. And, 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 and so then we as parents start to feel like if we're not doing enough, if our kids aren't succeeding, getting into the right schools, what does that mean about me? <laughs> and that raises the stakes, right? Mm-hmm. And, 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 the, and then we start pushing our kids even harder because subconsciously we're trying to validate our own, our own being and our own yes, success. Yes, yes, uh, yes, yes. So if, if we can let go of that, right, mm-hmm. then actually we're helping to enable or empower our kids to find their own way 
if we're not pushing them because we're trying to validate ourselves. Mm-hmm. And how do you... So make, there's empowering us and there's empowering our kids. Yes. How do you make that shift? How do you, Try again. To, how do you make that shift? Because we've spent years doing it and now we decide we don't want to do it anymore. How do we make that shift? I think this is where community um, and, and spouses or partners can be helpful because sometimes we can't see it ourselves and we need our friends, our community, our coaches, our partners to say, hold on, is this really about them or is this about us mm-hmm. or you? Super and it's okay. It's okay to let them have their journey and to fall down and learn and scrape their knees and get up. It, I, I think we're seeing the result today of way too much helicopter parenting mm-hmm. and trying to make kids quote unquote successful. And then they don't know how to go out and fail on their own mm-hmm. and go through that process of learning and, and failing and going through the hero's journey. If you want to do the best for your kids and let them ha- find their own empowerment, the, the, sure, there's a safety net so they don't hit, hit the ground and get hurt, but you let them go out, experience the world, have their journey, do their thing and fall down. Yep. And then wipe the, you know, wipe themselves off, get back up, and do it again. Because if we jump in, I'm going to use the opposite of empowerment. We are disempowering them because we're giving them the message, mm-hmm. whether we say we don't believe you can do it or not. That's what we're giving them that message. We are disempowering them by jumping into their lives to try yes. to orchestrate it for them. Inherent is you can't orchestrate it yourself, so therefore I have to oh do it for God. you. Oh my God! We're so in sync. That's the, what I wanted to say is, yes, if you want to turbocharge it, then actually believe, truly believe that they are genius mm-hmm. and do not need to. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. They feel that. And especially now, just with the energy behind things being such a power generator now, that will take them even further. So not mm-hmm. just, it's not just like you walk your hands of it and I'm like, oh, you're on your own, fill out your own college application. No, it's more you sort of sit in that space and say, I know you got this. And you're either going to fill it out yeah. or not, or you'll, or maybe you're such a genius that your your inspiration not to fill it out for this university at this time is actually what you should yes. be doing. And I will mind my own business and trust that you're going to now go do something else even more fruitful for you. Mm-hmm. Perfectly said. And two, two things. If I could add two things there. Um, one, I, I think it's really arrogant for any of us to think that we know what's right for our kids Mm -hmm. or even, or or, or even that we are able to predict the future and know what it should be. Mm -hmm. So I think just letting go of that is probably much, it's hard, but it's, it's going to result in a better outcome. I, I think the other thing that's practical that we can do with our kids every day is when they come home and they're upset because the teacher made me feel bad or that teacher was so mean instead of feeding into that drama and feeding into the victimhood of, Oh, poor you. I think you can help them empower themselves by helping them learn personal responsibility. True. And even the, the approach I took is I didn't say, Oh, poor you. I marched my ass up into that school and I ripped that teacher a new one. Like I shouldn't be fighting their battles either. Right. Uh-oh, did we lose Vic? We lost Vic. I heard the beep, oh, beep, did? beep. 
Way oh. to go. Oh. Well, we oh. are at 1126. We well, the last thing I wanted to say, because it's so great, and and so we're yeah. Thank you, Vic. Yes, in Utah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so what I wanted to say, too, is we're when listening to Vic talk about what, how with our children and this, I want to say, let's apply that to everybody. When he said, how do we can't say what's right for someone else's journey or the future. Let's take that and make that we're responsible to our friends. We're responsible to our parents. We're responsible to all these other people and not responsible for them. So if we can take what we just talked about and apply it yes, to the and, other people and, and not jump using, in on their stuff. Right. And so then as we kind of close out, then let's use Vic's suggestion too. It's okay to ask your community, your partners, your life team, hey, if you see me kind of button in where I shouldn't, mm -hmm. just, just bring it to my awareness. I like that because we are, we do have a team here, physical and non-physical. And sometimes it's just a matter of bringing it to your attention that you're doing. And that's the first step to alter that behavior. Absolutely. And so maybe this week we all can look at how our, how authentic are our relationships? Have we created relationships in our lives in which we can say and trust people to help us be our best selves? And so that's a real vulnerability and it's a real commitment that those relationships, we have people close to us who we will listen to and who we will trust. And we can say, I don't know if I'm handling this correctly. I need your feedback. I really could use your help in uh, addressing this or seeing this in a different way. All right. Awesome. All right. Thanks again, Vic. As we... <laughs> Sorry. We we'll see you in Utah. Yeah. We'll see you in Utah. Oh, no, there's snow there. Uh, I'll just you. see you in Utah. <laughs> I'll see you in Utah, Utah. this summer. <laughs> All right, peeps. Have a great week and more, more to, to be revealed. <laughs> Thank you for joining us on Expansive Minds Podcast, Gateway to Freedom. Until next time, more to be revealed. <laughs> <laughs>